Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I'm Mitch Horton and you're listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcasts, a short message designed to help people become all that God created them to be and live their life to the fullest. We cover a variety of topics all centered around practical Christian living. We keep this podcast completely free so that it's accessible to everyone. All that we ask is that if you enjoy it, please share it and leave us a review. This helps us get our message out. Thanks for listening. Now let's go get to it. Hello and welcome again to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. This is Pastor Mitch Horton. I am so delighted to be with you again today. We're into the second week of this brand new year, 2021. And uh, I'm believing God for big things this year. And, uh, you know, you get what you what you believe for, and so I want to encourage you. Let's expect God's best this year. Before I go further, let me encourage you again: subscribe to our podcast. As you know, we've separated the Victory Church Daily Podcast from the Service Podcast. So if you've been listening from the Service Podcast, go to the Daily Podcast and make sure you subscribe. That helps us get the word out, share it with a friend, and then, of course, email me with any questions or comments you may have at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I want to get right into this. You know, here we are, a brand new year. We're right in the middle of it, and... um, of course, uh, here at Victory Church on January 3rd, we started our 21-day Daniel fast where we uh, only eat things that come from the ground. Daniel said, Daniel 10, I ate no pleasant bread, neither did meat come to my mouth. So uh, only that which comes from the ground, fruits, vegetables, legumes, which are beans, and then, uh, of course, nuts and uh, things like that, and refrain from sweets, any kind of processed foods and meats. And again, you know, we've got on our website, go to victorychurchraleigh.com, and you'll see 21 days of prayer and fasting. We have a lot of information about fasting in general at the bottom, if you'll scroll all the way down. And uh, the bottom right, there's a link, uh, I think it's to Dr. Axe, A-X-E. And uh, just a great, great resource about the Daniel Fast, what foods you should eat, foods you shouldn't eat if you're participating in what we call the Daniel Fast from Daniel chapter 10. I'm following that, and, and for me and my fast, I, I'm, just, I'm just wanting to get closer to the Lord and hone in on Him and what He wants of me this year, and really praying for God to do something significant through the body of Christ this year. That's my focus of the fast, and uh, we got so many challenges all around us in every level and sphere of life, and um, so generally speaking, I believe in God to do big things. Let me uh, get right into this today. A week ago, uh, before our service, first Sunday in... um, in January, January 3rd, we had a guest speaker, John Routon, and, you know, of course, I got up early like I always do on Sunday, and, and uh, first Sunday back from the holidays, and um, uh, I was upstairs praying early and uh, reading and praying. As I began to pray, uh, uh, God, God gave me two things to really hone in on this year, and, and I just felt in my heart it'd be really important for 2021, uh, just because of the challenges and the pressures of our day from every level of life, it seems. And then also the pressure of a relationship. And people are so divisive these days about the things they think and feel. And there's a little wiggle room for someone who uh, doesn't agree, perhaps, with what another person thinks or feels. So 
Um, two things he shared with me. Number one, Mitch, this is a year to walk by faith. Secondly, a year to walk in love. And and he gave me the scripture, 1 John 5, 4, as I was praying, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world and the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. So again, regardless of the world, whatever is born of God, that's me and you. And he says, whatever is born of God, that is the believer, the Christian, whatever is born of God, we overcome the world. The world speaking of all of the thoughts, the attitudes, the things, uh, the situations, the circumstances that, that are uh, surrounding us, that we step into when we wake up every day. Uh, whatever is born of God, we overcome the current circumstances or, or surroundings or, or things that everybody's facing. And he tells us what overcomes, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, has overcome the world, our faith. So faith is the victory that overcomes the world. That is, that is, if you face every challenge with faith, you'll overcome. Overcome is to make it through whatever you're going through. You come over it. You overcome it. My encouragement is expect God to work in every circumstance and situation of life. Let me come back to that. Second thing God said to me, maybe I'll get to this another time, uh, was, um, was it said, walk in love. And Jesus, of course, John 13, preparing his disciples for his departure to heaven via the cross. You know, uh, a new commandment I give you that you love one another as I've loved you, that you also love one another. Verse 35, John 13, by this all men will know that you're my disciples. If you have love for one another. So again, in the divisive uh, time that we're in where, you know, it's dog eat dog, it's cutthroat, it's uh, people making all kinds of accusations, they're angry, they're vengeful and such. But this is a real great time for our light to shine. It's a, a real time to say, you know, I, before I leave every day, my house, say, God, check my heart and help me as I deal with every situation I encounter, with every uh, conversation uh, texting, emails, um, phone conversations, in-person contacts with people I know and don't know. Make me a blessing to them. I, you know, God, if you, we are blessed, and I always say, God, I am blessed. Make me a blessing to, to someone else. You know, God said through Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah 50, verse 4, the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should that should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. So, again, walking in love. Boy, it's so important today. A kind word, uh, a refusing to react when someone acts or says something that's maybe vengeful or hurting or, or whatever to you. And, and demonstrating love. Love is kind. Love is patient. It's forbearing. And, and uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't try to get even with others. So, boy, uh, I'll come back to that one because that's really important. But the one I want to hone in on today is, is, is the one on faith. So expect God to work in every circumstance of 2021. All of us have a myriad of things we have to face every day. We, we face things in our personal lives. We face things with our own minds, our own bodies. We've, we face things in our spiritual lives. We face things in our personal relationships, in our marriages, our families, with our children, with our grandchildren. We, we face things on the job. We face relationship issues, you know, uh, in our church life, uh, just in life in general. Uh, and then we face a myriad of circumstances financially, with so many, so many pressures on so many spheres of life that, that can cause us worry. And God said the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. So 
I've been walking with Jesus 44 years. I just looked it up again this morning. 44 years, four months. This month, January 2021. And all my life in Jesus, starting way back in 1976, I'm so thankful that I learned early that regardless of what the situation or circumstance of life is, regardless of what vein of life it appears in, I need to respond in faith to every single thing that happens to me. And if I respond in faith, my faith opens up a door for God to invade that particular thing. So I don't have to be concerned about it. Jesus said, don't take an anxious thought for your life. And uh, so how do you do that? By exercising faith in God for everything. Again, 1 Peter 5, 7 says this, casting, this is Amplified New Testament, casting the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on Him, for He cares for you affectionately and about you watchfully. You know, God's always got His eyes on us. That's an amazing thing, eight, almost 8 billion people on earth God's got his eye on you. He knows everything about you. He knows every single thing we face, and he knows the solution to every challenge we face in whatever sphere of life that challenge may present itself. So this verse, casting the whole of your care, that means every single minute thing, all your worries, all your anxieties, all your concerns, once and for all on him. Now, now, Another way to say that is exercise faith in God in every single thing in life. And so I want to go over something that is so familiar to me. I preached on this, man, over the years. I've been in ministry since 1981. I preached on this probably thousands of times in small groups, one-on-one, in church services, on the mission field. And in my personal life, I've gone over these concepts over and over again. And y'all, I, I, I'm just continue to be amazed at how God just really, really manifests himself when you exercise faith. Don't discount faith this year because whatever is born of God overcomes the world and the victory that overcomes the challenges the world brings you is faith. So listen, Mark eleven twenty two, Jesus gave a lesson on faith. I'm going to jump right into this. Uh, Verse 22, have faith in God, he said to his disciples, for assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Verse 24, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. The thing that I think about when I first read Mark eleven twenty three is it's he made Jesus purposely made this generic. He just looked over at a mountain and he said, "Whoever says to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will happen, it'll be done." Now, why did Jesus do it that way? He wanted to let us know. He started out saying, "Have faith in God," and that regardless of what the mountain is. Regardless of what the challenge or struggle is that we're up against right now, the answer to that is faith in God. And again, I'm going to go over, and I won't get through today. I'll come back next tomorrow and talk about this again 
and, and finish this up. But again, he says, whoever says to the mountain, you have to, you have to speak to the problem and you got to say, you know what? No, you're not going to mess with me today. I'm not going to deal with that today. You're you're not going to overcome my life. I'm overcome you. And he says, if you say, be removed, be cast into the sea and doesn't doubt, but believes those things he says will be done. He'll have whatever he says. So the idea here, instead of talking about the problem, talk to the problem and command it to go. And then, and then ask God for whatever you need to ask about that particular problem. He says, whoever says to the mountain of the problem, be removed, be cast into the sea. And then he doesn't doubt. I'm going to come back to the word doubt in a minute. But believes those things he says will be done. He'll have what he says. And then, therefore, I say, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them. And, and you will have them. So, you know, speak to the mountain and then ask God to do it, to do something about it and to, to remove it and, and that the thing would be completely taken care of. Now, now I want to hone in right now before I go today on this word doubt. He says, whoever says to the mountain, the problem, you know, get away from me, <laughs> be removed, be cast into the sea. And he, then he says, does not doubt. Now, that word doubt is really interesting. And then he says, does not doubt in his heart. And again, you can have doubt in your head. Doubt bombards our thought life. But it's important that we not allow doubt inside. You can have doubt in your head without doubt being inside of you, in your heart, in your spirit nature, in your spirit person. Doubt bombards our thoughts, but we need to make sure that we don't allow the doubt to come into our heart. So I looked up this word some years ago, the word doubt. It's really an interesting word, and Bible expositors had quite a bit to say about, uh, about this word doubt. Listen to this, and, and jump right into it, and this is from my PC Study Bible, um, the USB Handbook series. And here's what he said about the word doubt. Though doubt is usually a much easier term to translate than faith or believe. It is represented by a variety of idiomatic renderings, and in the majority of instances, listen, it, the concept of duality is present. That is, a person's not focused on any one thing. They're try, the, the, the focus is trying to be on a number of things. That is, that, that, that is they're, they're, they're being hijacked. Their, their focus is being hijacked, and they're looking at a myriad of things. So here's what the various Bible expositors say about the word doubt. And I'll come back next time, but we'll go over this again and, and make it really clear and give some examples. So whoever says to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt, that word doubt. Listen to what Bible expositors say that word means. That word doubt, the idea of duality is present. So one says to make his heart two. Another Bible expositor says, for the word doubt, to be with two hearts. Another one says to stand two. To be two, another one says. To have two minds. Yet another one says to think something else. Yet another one says to um, think two different things. To have two thoughts, another one mentions. I'm not mentioning these guys' names because it doesn't matter anyway. In some languages, listen to this, however. Doubt is expressed without reference to the concept of two or otherness. And here it is, to have whirling words in one's heart. His thoughts are not on it. 
That is, you know, they're confused and they're going between this or that. To have a hard heart, one guy says. And then to end this, this is awesome. This is perhaps the best. To repeatedly spread out in order, implying the process of arranging and rearranging of material as one wavers back and forth over the varying possibilities. Now, now, isn't that what happens when, when we go through a challenge? If you're going through, for instance, a financial crisis, what happens? Well, you got this thought, well, what if you can't pay the bill? Or what if, you, what if the money doesn't come in? What if this? And what if, you got four or five what ifs. And it's like if you put your fingers out, put your hands out in front of you with the palms up, you've got 10 fingers, and every finger represents a different thought. And all the myriad of thoughts that you just kind of float between. Well, this could happen. What if that happened? What if? What if? You play in the what if game. Friend, if you play in the what if game, you just left faith. And see, faith brings us victory. And faith overcomes the challenges we face. So if it's finances, and I'm still wondering and, and still looking over the varying possibilities of what may happen, I've left the realm of faith. I'm in the realm of thinking. See, faith is of the spirit nature. And faith has to do with God and his word and what he said and what he promised and acting like God and what he said and what he promised is true. And doubt keeps you in the mental revolving over the varying possibilities. So for me in my life, I've made sure, boy, I mean, it's not easy to do either all the time. If you've got something that affects you emotionally, it affects you mentally, and it challenges both of the, the mind and the emotions, that, oh boy, boy, it'll challenge you and you'll think about it, think about it, think about it. And, and if, in, if, if Satan can keep you, if the enemy can keep you in the mental realm, he'll whip you. Because he can win a mental battle against you. He can outthink you. He's had, had more time to add more experience, had more years of experience than me and you. But if you can keep him in the, in the realm of faith where you refuse to circulate between all the varying things that can happen. And you center in on what God said in his word. And you believe what he said. Friend, all things are possible to him who believes. <laughs> Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Um, I'll give you one example. We'll start there again next tomorrow. Um, 31 years ago, I started a business in um, I think it was September of 1990. I cut right to the chase, started the business. God led me to do it. And it was, um, anyway, uh, and I put an ad in the paper and let people know that our services were available and such in that business. And, and you know, uh, calls did not come in in a hurry. So, uh, so what I did, I acted as though I was busy. I acted as though um, people were calling and I had things to do. So I dressed up a certain way. I dressed for my business in the morning. And, um, and I worked on making that business successful with all the hours I had throughout the day. And, but, and, and, and just, and there's the phone, I'm waiting in the phone to ring for people to uh, use the goods and services that, uh, that the business provided. And for a while, nothing happened, no phone calls. And boy, I mean, that's when the thoughts came. It's like, this is not going to work. You're going to fail. You're going to have to beg mom and daddy to bail you out. I was just 32, 33 years old, 32 years old at the time. You're going to have to go to somebody else to give you some money. What you going to do? What you going to do? What you going to do? You're going to fail. You're going to lose your house. You won't be able to make a car payment. You got, uh, at the time, I had three children, small, very small. You won't be able to buy, buy diapers, blah, 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 all these varying possibilities. And you know what? I just had to shut that down. 
And I asked God when I started that business, he led me to start the thing. And Lord, I said, if I said, Father, I ask you to prosper this business and cause the people that need what I do to call me. And I ask you to bring that to pass in the name of Jesus. I asked that I would be so busy that I'd actually have to hire people. And I stood my ground on that. See, I said to the mountain of need, I've got a business. And Lord, I said, Lord, I ask you that, that, that biz, this business would thrive and prosper. And I started saying it, saying it, saying it. Then I ask in Jesus' name, believe you receive when you ask and you'll have, that God would answer the prayer. And you know what? I stood my ground day after day after day after day. These thoughts would come into my mind when I got up in the morning. Hey, no calls yesterday. You don't have anything to do today. No money's coming in. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And you know what I chose to do? I chose not to think those thoughts, those doubt thoughts, those whirling doubt thoughts. I chose to focus in on what God said and as I focused in on what God said, I began to say, Lord, thank you. You said whatever I desire when I pray, believe I receive it, I'll have it. Lord, I thank you. I said it out loud. Thank you for the phone ringing. Thank you for people wanting what I do. I thank you that I'm as busy as I can be and that I'm having to hire people to help me. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I spent all day, if it was a hundred times that day that the thought came to my mind, then a hundred times I said, Lord, I want to thank you. I believe I receive. Uh, the business. I believe I receive people calling me and, and needing what this business provides. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all, I did that day after day after day, and the whirling thoughts came over and over and over. And you know what? You know what? One day the phone rang, and then it rang again, and then it rang again. And you know what? Eventually, over a period of time, I got so busy, I had to hire people, and I turned the business over to someone else, and they got really blessed. I just That's just one illustration of a thousand I would have, y'all. Listen, I don't know what you're facing and what you're going through today. The victory that overcomes the world is your faith. Instead of whining, crying, wondering what in the world's going to happen, ask God for a miracle in whatever area of life you're struggling with and watch Him do the impossible. So, Father, I leave every person today, Lord, with, with faith towards you. Father, work a miracle in their life. Enable us to pray, to pray in faith, to speak to the mountain, and believe we receive the answer. And Lord, thank you that you've enabled us not to look at the problems, not to revolve over and over circularly and all that could happen. Thank you that you enable us to look solely at your word. Whatever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you will have them. Bring that to pass in every life. And Lord, we just give thanks for your goodness. 2021 is going to be an awesome year. Expect God's best. Pray about every single thing in your life. And watch God work miracle after miracle. God bless you, my friend. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I hope that you were able to get something out of the message today. Be sure to tune in daily Monday through Friday for more messages like this one. You'll also find our church sermons posted here from Sundays and Wednesdays. Let me also encourage you to get involved in a local church. The Bible consistently stresses the importance of getting plugged in with a group of like-minded believers. If you're local to Raleigh, you can check out our church services here at Victory Church on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. or Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Lastly, you want to reach out with some questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. 
Before you leave, please make sure that you subscribe and go leave us a review. Each review goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be.